successful people think differently. And today, I'm going to share the first in a seven-part series about how you can change your thinking and change what happens to you over the course of the next year. Are you ready to make a difference in your life, in your business, in everything? If you are, I've got the inside BS on how to do it for you on this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hi there, folks. It's Dave Lorenzo, and I want to welcome you to another edition of The Inside BS Show. Today is the first in a seven-part series about changing your mindset and changing your life. I'm going to share with you the winning mindset that the most successful people I've worked with over the years have embodied. And today, we're talking about outcome-based thinking. That's right. Today's concept that I want to share with you and that I want you to think about for the rest of the day is committing to a specific outcome. What does this mean? Well, first, it means defining success. What does success look like for you? This is specific to what you want from every activity. And you need to be as detailed and specific as possible. I'm going to give you some things you can do to make sure you're focused on the outcome. Most people say, hey, I want more money. And I want more money because I want to live a better life. And they leave it at that. And you know what happens? They don't make any more money. If you focus on a specific amount of money that you want and you focus on a reason why you want it, that will become tangible and it will become real. And then if you surround yourself by things that constantly remind you of what you want and the reason why you want it, it will become even more real. And if you visualize yourself having that money, it will become real in your mind and then you will figure out how to get to that goal. I'll explain it to you very succinctly. My wife and I were interested in sending our kids to a bilingual school. We were interested in finding the best possible bilingual school we could for them. We wanted more than just an education where uh, my, my wife speaks both English and Spanish. I speak both English and Spanish. Our uh, home, in our home, we speak predominantly English, and we wanted to give our children the experience of going to school in an environment where they were taught in both English and Spanish. So when my son was entering first grade and my daughter was ready to go to pre-K, we decided we were going to find a school that was going to teach them in both English and Spanish. Now, living in Miami, it's not that hard, but to find a school that is certified from, a, from a, an accreditation perspective to teach in both languages and to find a school that had the mindset and the goals in mind that we had for our children, we didn't want our children to go into a program where... It was for kids who spoke English as a second language because my, my kids are equally fluent in both languages and English is their, is their you know, dominant language. So our goal was to have partial curriculum taught in English, partial curriculum taught in Spanish and immerse them in both languages for learning purposes. Well, my wife did the research and we found a school 
but it was about an hour away, still in Miami-Dade County, but an hour away from where we were currently living. So we made the decision in April that we were going to send our kids there in September. The school was a private school. It had expensive tuition. We needed to move to the neighborhood where the school was. And to make things even more complicated, we wanted to put our kids in their summer camp, the school's summer camp, so my kids could make friends in a low-pressure environment before the school year started. So all of that was heaped on our plate in April. The school year ends here in May. Summer camp starts the first week of June. Within six weeks, we had put the down payment down for the school year, put the deposit down for the school year. We had completely picked up and moved to a, to the new neighborhood, enrolled our kids in the camp where the kids were going to go to school and had begun to acclimate ourselves to that environment. And we had covered the entire financial cost of doing all that. How did we do it in six weeks? We committed to it and we became obsessed with it. We defined success as having X amount of dollars to purchase a new home, move into the new home, and go to have the kids go to this private school. That was our commitment, and we surrounded ourselves with all the tools we needed to make that happen, and we, we were relentless in our pursuit of that outcome. I'll give you another example from my personal life as well. You may have read this in my book, The 60-Second Sale, but when I first joined the Gallup organization, the CEO of our company came to me and he said, Dave, Ann Taylor Stores used to be an account of ours. It was managed and run by my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law ended up divorcing my sister, and when he divorced my sister, he started his own company that is now a competitor of ours, and he took Ann Taylor with him to start his new company. I want Ann Taylor Stores back. If you can win Ann Taylor Stores over in any way and get a $1 million commitment to do business with us from them by July 31st, I will pay you $50,000. That was a bonus. And he came to me in April when he said this. So I had really, it was mid-April. So I had three and a half months to land this account for a million dollars, a million dollar account. And the sales cycle in consulting was normally an 18-month sales cycle. So I completely immersed myself in that. I was committed to that outcome. I threw myself into it, and I made it happen, and I landed Ann Taylor Stores with a signed contract on the 26th of July during that year. And I got the $50,000 bonus that the CEO said he would pay me, and he was very happy that we stole that account back from his former brother-in-law's company. Now, what does this mean to commit to an outcome? Well, here's how I set it up. Here are the steps. First, ask yourself, okay, I know I am successful when. And this is a phrase that I heard uh, my friend, the great Joe Polish. He's a, a marketing guru. He taught this phrase to a, a number of people, but he taught it specifically to me when we were working together on a project. And he said, whenever I want to know what the outcome should be, I ask myself the question, I know I am successful when related to this specific project. So if you want to achieve something, answer the question, I know I am successful when, 
So if the answer is to make more money, I know I am successful when I make an additional $100,000 per year, okay? Then ask yourself why that's so important to you personally. Why is making that extra $100,000 so important to you personally? If it's because you want to send your child to college and that's what you need to do it, great. The next thing you need to do is you need to create a vision board. I know it's going to sound corny, but this absolutely works. Cut out pictures or take pictures and print them out of the university. Take pictures of your child getting awards at school and put those pictures on a piece of poster board and put the poster board where you see it every single day. Put it in your bedroom. Make another one and put it in your office. Make another, take a number of pictures or make a third poster board, put it in the bathroom where you get ready for work every day. Surround yourself with very good visual representations of what success looks like and the motivation for the success, the reason why you want it personally. When you do that, you help your mind acclimate to the fact that this is going to happen, that this could be a part of your life it helps you realize that it's not only possible, but it's likely. And then your mind will open up into all different ways of making this happen. Now, you need to take first steps. You need to take actionable first steps once you commit to this outcome. But the commitment is super important. Having the vision board, having those physical manifestations of it in front of your face as frequently as possible is not only good for your good to reinforce your commitment but it's necessary for your mind to acclimate to what will be your future the final thing i want you to do from a commitment standpoint is to spend 10 minutes every day you can do it first thing in the morning you can do it last thing at night you can do it during your lunch break at work Spend 10 minutes every day closing your eyes and visualizing that success. So in the example I gave about making $100,000 for your child to go to school, I'm not going to have you visualize getting $100,000 paid to you in $1 bills. I want you to visualize the pride that you're going to experience moving your son or your daughter into their dorm room at the college, at the university. I want you to visualize the pride of going to homecoming with your son or daughter and your spouse, your significant other. I want you to visualize, close your eyes and visualize the happiness your son or daughter will experience being on campus at that beautiful university. And then finally, I want you to visualize your son or daughter receiving the diploma, receiving the degree as a result of going to that university. You're visualizing the outcome. You're visualizing what you want. At no point did you visualize stacks of money equaling $100,000. You visualized what you were looking for, the outcome, as a result of making that money. Focusing on the outcome and visualizing yourself in a situation where the outcome is already happening helps you break down the barriers, the resistance that will hold you back. The reason that this is step one, committing to the outcome, 
and then understanding why it's important to you personally and then setting up the vision board to make it real and then visualizing what's happening, visualizing the the benefits of what you're doing, the outcome, the motivation, visualizing that. The reason that this is so important is because it conditions your mind to put you in a place where you become that person. It tackles your worthiness worthy worthiness issues. Easy for me to say. It tackles your worthiness issues. Most people go into something like this where they need to make a lot of money over the course of the next year and they think to themselves, I can't do that. I've never made that kind of money before. If I went to into the Ann Taylor situation thinking it's impossible, it's an 18 month sales cycle, I can never make this happen in three months, that would have been death. It would have been over for me. That, that deal would have died before it even got started. So when you visualize this as already happening, when you set yourself up for making these things real, when you condition your mind to believe that this could happen to you and it is happening to you, you break down that barrier. Committing to an outcome is the first step of this seven-step series. We're gonna cover all seven of these steps and you're going to have your best year ever in 2021. So join me back here again tomorrow for step number two in making the next year your best year ever by conditioning your mind for success. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow and take you inside the business strategy to make next year your best year. Do step number one today. I'll see you right back here again tomorrow.